Okay, so how long can you hold your breath? 30 seconds? 40 seconds? Maybe if you're a superstar, a whole minute. Did you know that there is somebody on this planet that held their breath underwater for 24 minutes and 30 seconds? Crazy, right? Well, what does that have to do with anything? Why are you telling me about that? Well, how long can you hold your breath? That's the title of today's podcast, so you're just going to have to stick around and see what in the world does that have to do with a noteworthy conversation and living for Jesus Christ. Well, stay tuned. We're going to tie it all together for you and put a nice, pretty little bow on top. I'm your host, Nathan French. This is the Noteworthy Podcast going to have an incredible time today. Before we dive into the rest of this topic on how long can you hold your breath, we're going to answer some rapid fire Instagram questions and get into the rest of the show. It's going to be great. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be an awesome time. Let's go. everyone we are back welcome to rapid fire instagram questions the new segment of the show that i have been having a lot of fun with i hope you've been enjoying it uh if you don't enjoy it it's only like two to three minutes of the show we're about to dive right back into the main topic but i've been having fun doing this if you want to be a part of the rapid fire instagram questions all you have to do is go follow at podcast noteworthy on instagram and you will see directions on how to submit your questions let's dive in shall we i have some questions here that you have submitted i'm going to try to rapid fire answer these questions uh, i have a really great question here uh, and, and I wanted to share it with you and try to give some clarification and some answers for you. Here's the question. Do you have any tips on when you feel really discouraged? That is an awesome question. Thank you so much for submitting it to the podcast. Absolutely. I have some tips for you on what you need to do when you feel discouraged. The first thing that you need to realize is that the devil is a liar and he's a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Now think about this for a second. A lion, when they're hunting for uh, like a gazelle or they're hunting their prey, the very first thing they do is they look for somebody, they look for one of the gazelles that has separated themselves from the herd. Discouragement separates us from people and we have to be careful not to get disconnected from people that love us, disconnected from the people of God, and disconnected from the church when we are in a season of discouragement. And trust me, we all, and that's right, I said all, we all face seasons of discouragement, and we have to learn how to respond to that. So 
The reason the lion looks for the gazelle that separated themselves from the herd is because they know that they're weak and they're vulnerable. They don't go uh, attack those that are staying together. So my advice to you is if you are in a season of discouragement, stay connected to the body of Christ. Stay connected to the people of God. You do not have to go through your season of discouragement alone. I can't tell you how many times uh, a mentor or a friend helped me come out of a season of discouragement, and it can be that way for you too. That'd be my number one piece of advice. Stay connected. Don't isolate yourself from the people of God. (laughs) Here's another question. Uh, Rapid fire. Here we go. When are Matt and James coming back to the podcast? Uh, This is actually Matthew Faircloth that submitted. (laughs) He submitted this question. Uh, But all jokes aside, uh, they are absolutely going to come back on the show. If you guys missed it, episode 100, the 100th episode celebration is with two of my best friends in the world, Matthew Faircloth and James Barler. We had so much fun, and I got a lot of requests for them to come back on the show. So absolutely, actually sent them a text this week, and I said, when are we going to do it? So, uh, guys, it's up to them. I mean, they're going to have to make the time, you know what I mean? Not trying to put the pressure on or anything, but, you know, it's kind of up to you guys. So hopefully very, very, very soon. Uh, Dylan Robinson asked, when is the Battle Cry Tour coming to Atlanta? Because I want to go so bad. Well, um, the Battle Cry Tour uh, is not my event, so I am not at liberty to share those details with you. However, details will be coming very, very soon, so stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. All right, guys, this has been Rapid Fire Instagram Questions. I usually only answer two to three questions. Be sure to go follow us on Instagram so you can submit your questions. You might just hear your question answered on the podcast. Let's get back to it, shall we? John 17 and 12 says, While I was with them in the world... I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world the world. Well, I know you're probably wondering, what's up with this topic today? How long can you hold your breath? Good question, right? I actually thought about holding my breath on the air and counting it out, but that would be 45 seconds of dead space because (laughs) I saved you the trouble. I timed myself. I can only hold my breath for about 45 seconds before panic starts to kick in. Get this. On February 28th, during the 17th Mediterranean Dive Show held in Cornella, Barcelona, Alex Segura Vendrell has broken the Guinness World Record holding his breath underwater for 24 minutes and 3 seconds. 
Now, after just holding my breath for 45 seconds and going into complete panic, you can imagine how fascinating this statistic is to me. <laughs> I mean, this is the longest breath hold ever reported. It has been achieved after inhaling pure oxygen differently than apnea sport competitions. Apnea is a term, by the way, used to describe the suspension of breathing. Have you ever heard of free diving? Free diving is a form of underwater diving that relies on breath holding until resurfacing rather than the use of a breathing apparatus such as scuba gear. The world record was set by Herbert Nitsch when he dived 702 feet without a scuba gear and returned safely to the surface. Now, to give you an idea of how deep that is, the Statue of Liberty is 305 feet from the feet to the torch. So that's like swimming more than two Statue of Liberties deep into the ocean and returning to the surface while holding your breath. No scuba gear, no breathing apparatus, just you and your lungs and your breath. <laughs> this is crazy. I didn't even know this was possible. And people have gotten really creative when it comes to holding their breath. So the longest a human has ever held his breath underwater was 24 minutes and 3 seconds. But did you know that whales, dolphins, and sea turtles all hold their breath as well. It's fascinating to me that whales cannot breathe underwater. Dolphins and sea turtles cannot breathe underwater. They breathe air just like you and me. How is it possible to live in an ocean that you were not made to breathe in? Hmm. I know, y'all thought I was never going to go somewhere. How is it possible to be a part of the ocean and not be able to breathe in the ocean? Well, let's look at some facts concerning how these creatures can swim before running out of breath. Sea turtles can hold their breath as long as four to seven hours if resting or sleeping. Whales can hold their breath for 90 minutes. I just went to SeaWorld, and the whales were pretty cool, by the way. Just side note. Dolphins can only hold their breath for 8 to 10 minutes. That, that explains why you see dolphins so often jumping out of the water. These sea creatures can all sense when it's time to visit the surface of the world above them that they never see, by the way. Wow. And just like dolphins need the world above them to survive, and sea turtles and whales, they need the world above them to live. They are completely reliant upon it to live. Just like a dolphin needs the world above them to survive, we need to experience glimpses of heaven on earth if we're going to survive down here.
because a whale lives in a world that they can't breathe in. They're in that world of the ocean. And the only way they can live is by relying on the world that is above them. We were made for the world that is above us. C.S. Lewis said, one of my favorite authors, if I find in myself desires which nothing in the world can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. Genesis 2 and 7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Man has always been reliant on the breath of God. We need to be careful when we've gone 24 hours without going to the surface, without going before heaven and saying, I need you, Jesus. We need to be careful because we can die down here. We can drown down here if we're not taking frequent trips to the surface. We need to be careful when we've gone 24 hours without taking a breath for prayer. We need to be mindful when we've gone all week without taking a trip to the surface to take a breath of praise. Well, y'all didn't know I was going to preach about whales today. We, we need to be careful when we go for long extended times without a glimpse and a breath of heaven, a desire for heaven. I don't know about you, but I want to I wanna live there with him. I want to worship there forever. We need the breath of God, and we need the word of God. When was the last time you took a trip to the surface and let God restore you? It's suffocating down here. It's hard to breathe down here in this world. Just watch the news for 10 minutes. It's suffocating down here. We need the world above us if we're going to make it down here. Jesus said, you are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Hear me right now. You were made for another world. There's more than this. There's more than just getting up and going to work and making your coffee and getting home and catching up on your homework and going to bed and getting up and doing it all over again, over and over. No, listen, listen, friend, somebody needs to be reminded. There's more to life than all of this. There is a world above us. There is a heaven and there is a hell. It's real. And we need the breath of heaven in our lives. You are not going to make it to heaven without a prayer life. You are not going to make it to heaven without reading the word of God and loving the word of God and letting God reveal himself to you through his word. We need the world above us. 
when whales and dolphins try to sleep, they have to pay close attention to their senses to make sure they don't drown. They have sensors that lets them know, okay, it's you only have so much time. Just like you can tell when you're out of breath, when you're going into a state of panic. Some of you are in a state of panic. It's like that moment uh, when I was holding my breath and 45 seconds in, I feel the panic of I'm out of breath. I need a breath. And some of you are living in that state. You're living in panic because you won't go to the surface and let God restore you and fill your lungs with air again. We don't just give altar calls at church because we tack altar calls on to the end of service. No, no, we're, we're taking a trip to the surface. If you come to Apostolic Tabernacle in Jonesboro, Georgia, you're going to get a chance to pray in the altar. There will never be a Sunday where you do not have an opportunity to pray in the altar because we need to catch our breath. We need heaven. It's a panicked world. I need to go catch my breath. And as children of God, we have sensors that help us remember when we need to pray, when we need to take a breath. Depression is a sensor. You need to wake up and take a trip to the surface. Somebody said the other day, you can either make depression your best friend and hold its hand, or you can say, no, I'm not going to spend time with you today. I'm going to go talk to Jesus. Anxiety is a sensor. You need to take a trip to the surface. You're drowning. And trust me, I've struggled with anxiety. I can speak from experience that anxiety can be a result of panic because you haven't taken time for heaven. Pain is a sensor. Temptation is a sensor. Complacency is a sensor. We all deal with these things. The difference is how do we respond to these things? How do we respond to depression? How do you respond to anxiety? Do you hold its hand and make it your best friend and just claim it and make it your identity? Well, I'm an anxious person by nature. Well, it sounds like you've been holding anxiety's hand. What if you decided, well, no, I'm going to take anxiety to the feet of Jesus Christ. I'm going to take it to the altar and I'm going to catch my breath. And you say, well, does that mean, Nathan, I'll never feel anxiety again? No, I didn't say that. I said, you need to take another trip. The dolphin doesn't stop jumping. The whale doesn't stop visiting the surface. It knows this is my lifestyle. Oh, my goodness. Somebody needs to hear me. Taking a breath of air from the surface of heaven is a lifestyle. You want to overcome anxiety? Make prayer your lifestyle. Make worship your lifestyle. Oh my goodness. Well, 
I'm going to move on. John 17 and 14, I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So let me ask you a question. How long can you hold your breath? Mankind has gotten really good at holding our breath, haven't we? We've gotten good at it. Oh, 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 23 minutes now. You've trained your brain to ignore the panic. How long can you last without prayer? Let me give you the answer. Not very long. How long can you last without a relationship with God? Not very long. How long can you hold your breath underwater without needing the breath of God to restore you? Not very long. Psalm 150 and 6, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Some of you struggle to praise God because you're out of breath. Take a trip to the surface and take a breath in the Spirit. Don't hold your breath waiting. Take action. Take a breath of the goodness of God. After all, it's suffocating down here. Don't fix your eyes on Fox News or CNN. The Bible says, I will lift mine eyes unto the hills from where my help comes from. Your help isn't going to come from Fox News or CNN. Your anxiety is not going to be calmed when the President of the United States addresses the country again and tells you everything's going to be okay. No, your help is going to come from a world that's above you, that you can't even see, but it's giving you life. And you know that you were not created for this world. You were created for that world above you. And you've only experienced it in glimpses. You kind of take a jump there. You take a, take a little jump out of the water and you can feel it for a moment. Have you ever been in a service like that where you're like, man, I, I just felt heaven in this place? Well, we need more of that. How long can you hold your breath? How long can you pretend to live for God without any relationship with Him? Not very long, friend. Not very long. Let's pray. Jesus, I pray for every listener under the sound of my voice right now that you would draw them closer to you, that they would have relationship with you, that they would speak to you, that they would feel your presence, that that they would knock on the door and that you would open it, that you would open the door of revelation, open the door to their hearts and their minds and their spirits. Draw us closer to you in every way. Don't let us live in a state of panic because we haven't felt your presence in so long. We, we haven't taken a breath in so long that we are living in a state of panic because we feel like it's all almost over and we can't get to the service. But, but Jesus, would you remind them that they can? You're right here. You've always been here. 
Heaven has always been here. The surface is as close as the mention of your name. The name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. Guys, I love you. It's been such a privilege to be a part of your day today. Thank you for tuning into the Noteworthy Podcast. And we look forward to seeing you next week. God bless.